Welcome, welcome to the Independence Day Film Broadcast, your number one podcast for TV, film, and non-biased film reviews. Here's your host, Be Direct. It's another edition of the Independence Day Film Podcast. This is your boy, Be Direct, and we got a great show for you today. Today, we're going to be discussing... The Netflix movie Roxanne Roxanne. Also, in our final take, we're going to be discussing Ready Player One, the new hit movie from Steven Spielberg. If you haven't seen either of these movies, I advise you to go see them. They are really good movies. But before we dive into our takes, let's get into some tracking shots. It's another edition of Tracking Shots. Today we are tracking Ready Player One, which easily won the Easter weekend, bringing in a haul of approximately 53.2 million after four days, and it opened one day early on Thursday. So congrats to Ready Player One, congrats to Steven Spielberg. This is his biggest opening since 2008, and this movie is amazing. Everybody should see this movie, not once, but twice. I really love this movie. So Congrats to Steven Spielberg. Also, what we're tracking today, April 3rd, 2018, Tracy Morgan's The Last OG premieres tonight on TBS, 1030 East and 930 Pacific Time. Congrats to Tracy Morgan on this new show. He is finally back in television after that horrendous accident. We look forward to seeing Tracy Morgan this new TV comedy. It also co-stars Tiffany Haddish, so I'm pretty sure it will be tremendously funny so please tune in tonight 9 30 pacific time 10 30 east in the last og now let's dive into our first movie review the final print film review where all reviews are reviews are non-biased the first movie we're going to discuss today is roxanne roxanne the netflix uh movie that is a biopic based on roxanne shantae the first female MC, battle rapper, whatever you want to call it, hip-hop's first female rapper. At the age of 14, Roxanne Shantae defends herself from the dangers of the Queensbridge projects in New York City and also helps provide for her family as she hustles to become one of the most feared MCs in the projects. Here's my take on the movie. The movie was a really good movie. I just felt like a lot of things were left out. I felt like they didn't hype up her character enough, especially as the first female MC. I mean, I feel we got a glimpse of to how her life was. And I also understand it wasn't just a movie about her rapping, about her being an MC in the projects of Queensbridge. Um, also, I think that a lot of the, how can I put this? A lot of the, drama in the movie fell flat a lot of the acting fell flat not necessarily the lead actor i felt like a lot of the positions that she was put in didn't really coincide with the actual moment of the film which made some of the performances look flat i think that it could have been directed a little bit better not that it was a bad directing um movie from the director i just felt like it didn't give me that wow factor when it came to Roxanne Shantae, especially because she was a legend. I felt that she deserved more when it came to 
her movie, especially being one of the first f- female MCs. And I felt like the story, we got some glimpses of some of the story we didn't knew, didn't know, I'm sorry, but it didn't really like grab me. I mean, like the beatings, yeah, I understand it. Like I get the message she was trying to portray, but the story didn't connect with her MC career. I mean, I thought that it could have been a much better job and it could have been right in your gut if it was just performed a little bit better. And I think all the actors was great. Like, um, for instance, Marsha Ali and Nia Long, they absolutely killed it. Also, uh, Shante Adams. I mean, she did an amazing job. I felt her character. It just seemed like she was put in positions to where at a point of the movie that her character didn't carry the scene that was that they were trying to portray. And I knew it could have been uh, directed a little bit better. Now, as a whole, as the whole of the movie, the movie was a good movie. It was beyond a watchable movie. It wasn't a bad movie. I mean, you understood the message that was trying to be portrayed, which is the only thing that you want in a movie. But I feel like it was lacking in some departments when I knew it could have been a much better movie. I mean, it's not me being harsh. It's just I knew for her being the first MC, you know, just just watching other biopics that because she opened the door for so many female artists today that her movie should have been uh, directed in a point where directed like, you know, a legend supposed to be there like NWA and all of these other biopics, a new edition that's coming out. I feel she could have got into that territory if the writing and the directing was a little bit better. Now, like I said, the movie does works. It is an enjoyable movie. It is a movie you can watch. But I think that it deserved a little bit better from the writer and director, which is the same person who directed it. And he did a great job. He did a fantastic job. I mean, and, and like I always say, we don't know the situation that he was working with, the budget that he was working with. We don't know what had to be in a movie if he had people breathing down his neck which usually happens when you're directing a film. The thing is, I just felt like she deserved an even more intense movie, you know, and the crowd scenes when she was rocking the mic should have been better. Like it should have been tremendously better. You know, parties in the nineties and in the eighties were so intense, you know, that the crowds were much, much, much bigger in the club you know, especially at the height of the hip hop scene, you know, so that's my take on the movie. I think the movie is a great movie. I think the movie sends a great message uh, when it in regards to domestic violence. But I think that overall, the movie could have been better. It is a good movie. It is a movie everybody should watch. I mean, I watched the movie twice, you know, just to make sure I'm glad they incorporated Nas into the movie, which is a nice little nugget. Being that she influenced Nas, I thought that was amazing. But I think that she deserved a better movie. I think that she's obviously happy with the movie. I mean, the performances was great from the actors. It just need a little bit more oomph for me to be like, wow. You know, you know, a lot of the things fell flat. But all in all, it's a great movie. Shout out to Roxanne Shantae. Shout out um, 
to everybody that's involved, Marshawn Lee, Nia Long, Shante Adams. You guys did a fantastic job, especially Nia Long. Nia Long brought it in this movie. So shout out to Roxanne Shante again, man. This is a nice, nice movie, man. I'm glad you finally got your story told. I'm glad this is a movie that you believed in, and I can see why the world needs to see this. So if you haven't seen it already, it's on Netflix, Roxanne, Roxanne. So please go check it out, ladies and gentlemen. You guys will be entertained, and we'll be right back after this commercial break. We'll be right back after this exciting new movie trailer. This is the Oasis. The challenge is to find three keys. The first to finish gets complete control of the Oasis. What would you do if you won? Save the Oasis. Who is Parzival and how is he winning? I just figured it out. All right. What's going on? Just practicing my Mario Kart. What do you think? Oh, joy. You really think I'm going to win? Are you willing to fight? Ready Player One. Rated PG-13. Experience in IMAX tomorrow. That was the Ready Player One movie trailer. If you haven't got your tickets, please go get your tickets. It's a phenomenal movie. Everybody should see this movie. Like I said, it's not a movie you'll want to see once. It's a movie you'll want to see twice. This commercial is a good segue for our next uh, final film review, which we are also going to be discussing Ready Player One. So let's dive into our last review and discuss Ready Player One in more detail. The Final Print Film Review, where all reviews are reviews are non-biased. We're finally here to discuss Ready Player One. I know a lot of you have been waiting on this. I know a lot of you haven't seen the movie, so I'm going to try not to give too many spoilers away. But you have to see this movie. Steven Spielberg proved that he can still do blockbuster movies. He proved that he can still put asses in seats and get people excited about a movie that's i would say is groundbreaking being that it's a phenomenal story that incorporates a virtual reality video game as well as it did a game period and it drops so many childhood moments from godzilla the shining so many other little nuggets that's in this movie to where you really have to be a fan of the 80s and 90s to actually watch this movie to actually get the humor that's in this movie it's probably the most well put together marriage of a story that incorporates the present and the past together that i've seen in a long time it is absolutely phenomenal um Steven Spielberg, I mean, he just does this often. I mean, he did it with Jurassic Park. He did it with Jaws. He did it with E.T. Just stories that's so otherworldly that inspires a whole generation to do things like it. That's what he usually does. And this movie from script, actors, everything is phenomenal. I mean, it is a phenomenal story. Like every moment, like. I just can't put it into words just for the simple fact that for the longest video game that were turned into movies and that were put on screen just really wasn't great movies. But this movie that was an adaptation from a book that was so well written and so well directed, 
It's just phenomenal. Now, I'm going to be honest with you. It didn't have a high score on Rotten Tomatoes, but a lot of the fans loved it. You know, Robert Rodriguez loved it. He said it's a movie you got to see once or twice, echoing the sentiment that I said. I mean, it is just a really good movie, and I'm going to see it more than once. i only seen it once at this point, but I will be going to see it again because it's so good that I felt like I missed a lot of the movie, you know, that first time around, you're just a fan. That second time you're looking for little nuggets and clues and you're really confirming how good the movie actually was. Sometimes it actually even get better because you miss so much. So this movie was so good and there were so many key moments in this movie. I almost felt like Steven Spielberg was directing this movie through some of his past experience, which he usually does. I'm going to get this movie a B plus. It is just a really good watch man and i found it that a lot of the younger generation didn't didn't really get the jokes i mean a lot of people didn't see the shining a lot of uh fans don't know who stanley kubrick is you got to be a real movie lover a movie goer to know who these people are so a lot of the jokes went over some of the younger generation head but a lot of the adults was laughing because they understood what was put on screen and how they married you know, present and future, I mean, present and past together. So it forces you to do your homework as a older, I mean, as a younger uh, fan of movies, but it also tells a story of how a lot of kids, you know, spend all their time on electronics and don't really pay attention to the real world. That was one of the nuggets from the movie. And it's still true today. You know, people don't live in reality they live in cyber world and i'm glad how he kind of married those two stories together you really need to see this movie you know um i really don't want to get too many spoilers because i didn't told you pretty much a small synopsis of what the movie is actually about but if you haven't seen this movie i advise you to take your children i advise you to take uh your father uh your grandmother or your granddad because they'll probably get the movie better than you better than you because you're younger and they probably understand where a lot of these movies came from the reference the back to the future reference that's another one you know and i'm not gonna get no more but i'm just so excited about the movie and i'm so glad steven spielberg put all these critics to bed i mean the movie really 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 works and everybody should go see this movie like i said it's not a movie you'll want to see once it's a movie you'll want to see twice so shout out to steven spielberg shout out to uh olivia cook who i'm a fan of because she did she's great in bates motel shout out to everybody that's in this film it was a great film and I'm glad you guys made the movie and I'm glad everybody is excited to go see it. So Ready Player One is in theaters. Get your tickets now and we'll be back after this commercial break. We'll be right back after this exciting new movie trailer. We thought our parents ended the war. But now it's our turn to fight. Y'all remember me? Dave Evolve. And they could wipe out all life. Well, he's pretty big. Ready for this? Plan B. Always a plan B.
PG-13. That was Pacific Rim Uprising. Congrats to Scott Eastwood and John Boyega on this sequel. If you haven't seen the movie, go see the movie. I haven't seen the movie yet, but I will go see it and I will have a review for you guys. So get your tickets and let me know what you guys think. I would like to hear you guys' opinions on the movie. And you guys can call in and we can discuss the movie in further detail when I do release the episode. So once again... Thank you for listening to the Independence Day Film Podcast. This was one of my shorter episodes, um, but there's a lot more content we have to discuss. There's a lot more episodes I'm going to do. Thank you guys for tuning in. It's been a blast. Uh, God bless you guys. And thank you for tuning in to the Independence Day Film Podcast. This is your boy, B-Direct, and we're out. Thanks for listening to the Independence Day Film Podcast.